Investor intelligence provides general information only. You should consider seeking independent advice to see how this information relates to your unique circumstances. Please refer to the terms and conditions available at investorintelligence.com.au for more. Guys, welcome to this week's episode of Investor Intelligence, brought to you by the team at The Property Mentors. It's your weekly podcast for all things investment and hosted by me, Phoebe Sikowski-Wallace. So one of the most important services that you have when it comes to investment property is property management. And although property management can be one of the most visible or obvious expenses that comes with owning a property, it can be one of the reasons your property is successful. So joining me in the studio today is our Director of Property Management for the Property Mentors, Renee Whitehouse. Welcome back, Renee. Thanks so much, Phoebe. Great to be here yeah, again. I know. It's been a hot minute. It has been a long time. <laughs> Renee, firstly, would you agree with that statement that having a good property manager by your side can attribute to the success of an investment property? I think it's an integral part of the whole investment process. Yes, very, very important. And in the past, I've had you on to talk about what a property manager does and why a good property manager is important. But today I want to talk about not only how paying for a good property manager can improve your rental performance, but also about the ongoing impact to your property and the stability of your property management team that discounted or bargain basement property management rates can have. So basically when people want to cut corners when it comes to paying for top service. Mm -hmm. We recently released some episodes and videos with the Property Mentors team about you know, how it's okay to be a tight ass in tough times (laughs) um, and getting the best value for your money. Yes. Um, And one of the best bits of advice that came out of that from Luke was when it comes to products, get the best price. And then when it comes to services, get the best value. So if you go out and buy a brand new TV, absolutely ask if they can do a better price. Don't do the same when it comes to (laughs) services because you will get what you pay for. Correct. Yeah. Renee, are you often asked to discount your fees when you're giving an appraisal? All the time. It's very annoying. (laughs) All the time, unfortunately. And it's a huge, I want to say, an issue in the property management industry. Um, A lot of property managers that I've speak to across Melbourne always get asked to discount their fees. Mm. In Victoria, uh, our management fee average is quite low. I think it's about 6%. Okay. As a whole. And when you compare that to other states like Queensland or WA, they're upwards of 8 to 10% wow. plus additionals on top of the base management. Mm. Um, and I feel as a collective, Melbourne property managers really should stand their ground on their fees, not discount them because it's like we're doing a disservice to ourselves and the service that we offer. Mm. And when you break that down... To like a weekly cost, what is that, like a cup of coffee It or would something? be maybe one or two cups of coffee, coffees a week. Okay. It's ridiculous. But I think that because we are a boutique agency, um, we pride ourselves on going above and beyond and feel that we offer a great service to our clients. 
Um, I did an interview yesterday and I had some videos to show her of me actually going out and doing some gardening at a client's house. Um, Rachel was helping me as well. I just think if we can save the client a little bit of money and it only takes us 20 minutes to half an hour, Mm. I think that that definitely goes to show how much we care. Yeah. Yeah. You guys really do go above and beyond (laughs) in those ways for sure. (laughs) I think the other thing to point out is that compared to other property investment experts like your accountant or your mortgage broker or your conveyancer that you might only see a few times or, you know, once a year, you will talk to your property manager quite regularly throughout the time that they're leasing your property. So as far as that ongoing communication and service, Mm -hmm. you want the best. You definitely want the best. And you want to know that your property manager is on top of the communication and um, has that open line of channel with you throughout Mm. that whole process. Mm. So what are some of the immediate impacts that discounting fees will have? Uh, it would be a high management ratio that a property manager would be managing. So they could say be managing 150 to 200 properties on their own, Mm. um, which would then lead into less time spent per property that they're managing. Um, It would be less time for inspections. They recently met a client who had a property manager who hadn't physically gone out and done a routine inspection. COVID aside, obviously we couldn't do inspections during COVID, but that property manager was asking the tenant to do the inspection for them virtually and take photos. Like it's not hard to go out. It doesn't make sense. No, it makes zero sense. (laughs) So a routine inspection would take on average between 15 minutes to half an hour, depending on the size of the property. Uh, And if the tenant is home and, you know, they want to chat and show you things. Mm -hmm. Um, But for the property manager to not physically go out and view the property themselves and only rely on what the tenant is showing them, Mm. I think that's a huge red flag. Yeah, definitely. The other thing would be the less marketing. So it could be that the property manager doesn't have the time to put the property online, mm. uh, which would then re- potentially reduce the vacancy period for the client. Right. It could also be that the property, when it's open for inspection, they could only do maybe a 10-minute open instead of you know, a 20-minute or a half an hour, depending on their um, schedule for that particular day. Okay, okay. So higher management ratios less time per property, fewer inspections and less marketing. That sounds like it would put a lot of pressure on the property manager. And I know from my own experience that it can often be difficult to get in contact with the property manager. Would this be why? This would be 100% why. And not only that, it would also cause the property manager to have uh, burnout, Mm. a lot of staff turnover with resignations, inexperienced staff as well then coming in not being properly trained Mm -hmm. and then the cycle would definitely repeat itself okay so tasks are building up calls aren't being returned maintenance is not being attended to emails not responded to yeah and from spreading themselves too thin over too many tasks this will ultimately lead to them burning out and i'm guessing yeah that results in them resigning because they're not being paid enough to basically deal with that (laughs) level of pressure correct yeah yep So if that level of workload is too much for an experienced and knowledgeable property manager, how is a less experienced or a brand new one going to handle it? Because I imagine, as you actually just mentioned, that if there's so much work to do, there's probably not going to be a whole lot of time to do proper training. There definitely won't be. And um, a new person moving into a role that isn't trained, 
they won't know what to do. Mm. Um, and they'll definitely be replaced with someone else. And again, the cycle will repeat itself if that person isn't trained properly in the programs that they use. Yeah. Okay. And so it becomes a sort of cycle and I'm guessing good property managers are actually hard to to find as is. And even if you do, they're probably going to look at these unrealistic workloads and be like, no, thank you. Yeah. But not only looking at the unrealistic workload, they would also be looking at the salary that's being presented to them sure. and not willing to accept a lower salary based on the fees that the management is being charged, mm-hmm. it all ties in together. So if you've got a, um, a low property management fee-based portfolio, then in turn that's going to turn into a lower salary for right. the property manager. Yeah, okay. So you really can't put a price on experience. You really can't. Okay. Some property managers are tasked with more than 200 properties each. That's just 12 minutes a week where they might think about your investment. At The Property Mentors, we know that you've invested a lot of hard-earned money in your property. It's only right that we spend the time on it that it really deserves. Our boutique property management service offers five-star property management for your Melbourne investment properties. With appropriate workloads on our managers and hundreds of happy owners and renters, We know you love the difference The Property Mentors can make. Visit thepropertymentors.com.au forward slash property management to find out more. So what do the investor and the renter experience during this time? It would be a rotating turnover of increasingly unprepared property managers. Mm -hmm. Poor communication, mm-hmm. uh, rent and maintenance issues, okay. um, and potential legislative breaches. Yeah. And it could ultimately become a risk to the investment property. Right, because they're not being attended to yes. properly. And the other thing is once you have sort of resignations, people aren't going to be as across with certain uh, features of the house or certain problems or certain tenants. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Which is really hard to train because you, that's, that comes from being in the business and being mm. with your portfolio that you're yes. looking after for quite a while. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. Right. But then also if someone were to leave an office and resign and only give a couple of weeks notice, there would be obviously a backlog of things that they haven't attended to, sure. but you often find out more things when they leave Mm. and if the notes aren't kept up to date if there's no email communication that people can't go back and check as to what's happened and what has been communicated to the clients then that is a huge issue yeah wow and management fees are tax deductible correct they they are that's a really important thing i think that people forget thing yeah and obviously i'm not a tax accountant so don't take advice from me in that sense but from what we understand, management fees, leasing fees, advertising, certain maintenance, all covered um, and tax deductible. So a slightly higher management fee isn't even as bad as it would first appear. So do you think that the risks of an underperforming property manager outweigh the chance of a you know a discount of an ultimately tax deductible fee? Yes. Okay, yeah. yeah. And again, as we said before, like if you break that down, to a weekly cost, it's literally like a coffee or two. And I have broken fees down before for clients who have questioned several times. I've done a little spreadsheet for them, mm. basing on what we're estimating the rent to be, and working it out between five, six, seven, eight percent management fee. And literally, 
it is only maybe $10 a week, mm. $15 a week sometimes in difference. Okay, and it, it sounds like one of those things where you, if you sort of bear the brunt of it at the start, mm. you're more likely to save more money in the long term. Totally. Yeah. Because if you've got a property manager who is being paid well mm. in terms of the management fee, which then in turn helps with their salary, sure, you would have – you would like to think that the property manager has your best interest in hearts at heart. So they would do everything they can to find the best tenant for you, mm. which would then hopefully in turn see them stay on longer, yeah. which would reduce your cost of releasing fees, um, advertising, all that sort of thing. And then obviously that property manager you would hope would have a good rapport with the tenant mm. and that any maintenance that arises uh, throughout that period can get dealt with quickly. Mm, okay. So what else ends up happening in these situations? So the director of the business could potentially look at selling the rent roll. Um, and what does that mean? So the rent roll is the portfolio or portfolios that the property management team manage. Mm-hmm. Um, and in every management authority, there is a clause. It's not just in ours, it's in all management authorities across Australia, mm-hmm. where the owner of the business can sell the portfolio of the properties to another business that is looking at buying them for okay. X amount of dollars. Mm-hmm. That's a completely different conversation. Sure. Um, but once that property, sorry, once the portfolio has been sold, it would then move on to another agency. Okay. And the investors get no say in that? They don't because the portfolio itself has been sold. But mm. in also in saying that, when it's been announced as to who the purchaser of the rent roll is, mm. they would then have a conversation with them at the time and they do not have to go with that specific agency if they don't want to. Okay. But then that puts a bit of a responsibility on them that if they don't want to go with that person, they've got to go and find correct someone else themselves. Yes. Okay. So that's a bit of a pain. It is. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, I, I really like this. There was something we were sort of talking about just before we started recording was a good um, comparison is how you wouldn't ask your doctor or your dentist <laughs> for a discount. And when I heard that, I was like, oh, my God, yes. You 100% wouldn't. Like, you know that the doctor is going to help you. So why would you ask them to discount mm, their service? Yeah. And same with the dentist. So why do that with your property manager? You don't even do it when you go and buy coffee. Okay, you don't. No, no. no. As I said, TVs and like electric, absolutely do it. But yeah, you don't. It's it's fascinating how people see Mm. it differently. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, at the end of the day, if you're asking your doctor or dentist for a discount, if you're asking your property manager for a discount, and they are discounting their fees to three or four percent, which I have seen in the industry, which I think is disgraceful, Mm. you literally get what you pay for. Yeah. So I remember talking to our conveyancer, Brandon, and he said that he gets asked for discounts as well sometimes. And his response is, okay, which part of the service would you like me to cut out? Yeah. That's great. Yeah. It's very fair. It is fair. Um, I've had a couple of clients recently move their properties over to us to manage because Mm. they were getting a slightly discounted fee. Mm. But then there was problems with the property manager because they were inexperienced. So they've now come to us paying a higher fee knowing the service that they're going to get. So I always say to my clients that if they're in that situation, um, you pay peanuts and you get monkeys. Yeah. Yep. There's a reason that's a saying for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So Renee, to wrap up, when it comes to price and property management, what would be your key piece of advice? Definitely do your research Mm -hmm. with your property management company of choice that you're looking to go with. Mm -hmm. If they are your preferred choice and you know that their fees are higher, 
do your research around their Google reviews. Yeah, you could certainly ask for um, maybe a testimonial from a current client or Mm -hmm. an existing client. Some clients may actually be open to having a conversation with them as well to attest to the service that they're currently being provided. I've had that in the past, um, which I think is great. Um, But, yeah, I definitely think do your research, but don't ask for a discount in the fee. Mm -hmm. Like you, you want to go with them. You know that they're going to offer you a good service. I think it's an insult to the property manager and the property management industry as Mm -hmm. a whole. And as I mentioned earlier, like we need to bring our average up across Melbourne and Victoria Mm -hmm. in comparison to what the other states are doing. Mm. Fantastic. Thank you for your time today. You're welcome. Thank you. If you found this episode or any of our episodes helpful, please make sure to share and leave a rating to help us reach more people on their investing journeys. And of course, subscribe to be notified when new episodes drop. Make sure to follow the podcast on Instagram at Investor Intelligence Podcast. You can find links to our other socials in the show notes, including a link to the Property Mentors weekly blog. If you're ready to get your property portfolio in shape for financial freedom, check out Luke's latest book, Property Fit. You can get yourself a copy at www.propertyfitbook.com.au.